Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so it doesn't replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice, okay? Hey guys, welcome to the podcast today. We are doing something a little bit different today. If you are new to the show, every year, at the end of every single year, we do a bit of an end-of-year wrap-up episode. This is the last official episode of the year, and what we're going to be doing is reading all the results out from the annual census. So, in order for us to do good content, we need to know who we're having a conversation with. I believe podcasting is not like radio. We're not just broadcasting stuff. We're having a conversation with you, our listener, and to really maximize the content, the conversation topics, all the stuff that we cover, we need to know who we're talking with. So if you are wanting deep, complex money information, strategy and all that, this is not your episode. It's basically for the hardcore M3 listeners. So if you've just started listening to the show, you're probably not interested in this, but if you're with us every week, you'll probably find this interesting. So just a disclaimer there, not a money episode. End of year wrap up, sharing all the deets. Before we press the go button, we are joined by some of the Simo team. Nath Robbo, who edits. Hey, Nath. Hello. JP, Jess Pearson, who does all our branding stuff. Hey, Jess. How's it going? Pretty good. And Rach, the head of production. Rach, welcome. Hello. All right, Nath, play the bump. So before we go into all the data, I thought just as a team, I'll just recap... Nath, he edits every single podcast. He's had a great year, made everyone sound great. JP, she handles a lot of everything that you see with your eyes. She does head of design, marketing, branding, all that stuff. So, you know, she's responsible for all the good things that you see. And Rach brings everything together in an audio context. So all the different podcasts... Rach does that. We are missing two team members today, Josh Fernandez, who helps and does a bit of marketing stuff uh, with JP, and also Jess Knaus, who has kind of found herself into a bit of a new role doing a lot of our copy and online stuff, all the blogs. We are getting more consistent with fortnightly emails and updates, and we can get a bit uh, in the weeds to what's coming up next year at the end of the episode. Uh, So yeah, there's uh, six of us in the Simo team, including me. Uh, for those that might not know, Simo Interactive stands for Sort Your Money Out. And it's often oh, a mic drop moment. Yeah, it's often a, a, a penny drop moment for a lot of people. <laughs> and Glenn, what do you do in the business? I try and do good podcasts, but some of the feedback would say otherwise. <laughs> oh, about, no, like, no, don't get started. Not about yet. About <laughs> the quality. And we'll be, we will be reading your responses uh, to the census as well. Especially you, Steve. Yeah. So... <laughs> The thing with 
uh, the business. So, Simo employs the six of us. All the hosts that you see on the different shows, they're contractors. So, just for the business nerds, that's how we set it up. Uh, as part of the business, uh, Simo, I've made a bit of a rule that I don't employ show hosts. So, Rach, when you want to start your podcasting career, you probably will have to resign and contract. Okay. So, she's very sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, JP, let's talk the rating of the M3 podcast. We asked people to rate it out of 10. What's the numbers this year? Number this year, the rating out of 10 is 8.4 for the M3 podcast. So, pretty good. We discussed last year that anything above an 8 was a good result. So, we're all pretty stoked and happy with that. Mm, that's good. How does it stack up uh, to the previous years? So, previous years, when we started off in 2019, we had 8.5 out of 10. Then to 2020, 8.4. 2021, 8.7. 2022, 8.4. Oh, so, we're, you know, we're, we're coasting really. Riding the wave. Yeah. Some little, little waves there. Yeah. Awesome. We asked if you call yourself a spender or a saver. Nath, what are the results there? Oh, just a bit of flaky, bit of both. 48.2 can't decide pretty much. Um, <laughs> or <laughs> in a mood. Let's get in the mood. Um, but yeah, 48.2%, that was the majority. And then below that, 36.9% are savers. And the one below that, 14.9% spender. So... Uh, I reckon there's a few of those people that are lying. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's why you're calling it? Because yeah. come on, you just got to own it. You're, you're one spender, or the other. I know I can save, but I know damn well I can spend. So I'm calling myself a spender. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Rach, talk to us about financial literacy. This year, our community average was 7.4 for financial literacy. So last year it was 7.5. So that's actually quite close. Mm. Two years before, it was a little bit lower, so we've jumped up. Uh, 2020 was 6.7 and 2019 was 6.4. So we've uh, decreased 0.1 from last year, but we've still overall much better than the previous two years before that. Yeah, so I think we've got a really good um, financial literate Hmm. group on balance. Uh, We asked you... Uh, in 2021 and this year, how satisfied you are with your life, both years, 7.6 out of 10. Consistent. Mm. So, a lot of satisfaction. But you know what we do at Simo? Whenever we ask rate your day out of 10 in our Slack channel, uh, we've started saying you can't say seven. Yeah. Yeah. No fence sitting here. So, if it's 7.6, should we round that up to eight then? Round it down, six. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long way to round down. (laughs) Long way down. So, one thing I'm really proud of uh, is the level of consumer debt that people have in the group. Jess, what are the numbers with people carrying consumer debt? Maybe even the top two. Top two. All right. So, we've got zero, like a consumer debt level of zero, 74.1%. So, that is just incredible. It's crazy. And then under 5K, which is, that's actually our lowest um, um, option that we had available for consumer debt, is 11.4%. Yeah. So, it's a very low amount. Yeah. And only 2.9% of you have over 30 grand. 
in uh, personal loans, credit cards, you know, buy now, pay later, yeah, well. all that stuff. This year for the first time, we asked you about your mental health in relation to money only uh, because we're a money podcast. Nath, what was the question and what was the result? Yeah, so we asked since January 2022, have you had anxiety or mental health problems caused by your personal financial situation? Now, the majority here, which is very good, uh, 71.1% answered no to this question, which is a sure sign of financial security in the people in our group uh, with the hectic time, which has been 2022 with inflation costs and uh, rising rates as well all over the place. has been a little crazy. So to know that the majority of our audience has been pretty secure during this to not even like be anxious this year is really encouraging. But yeah, 28.9% have answered yes to that as well. So yeah, it's really important that we ask this question because we came away from FinCon after uh, Rach and I listened into a session about mental health and money. So we wanted to go into this area or just put our toe in the water of what our community is thinking about mental health in correlation to money. So after that FinCon session about mental health and money, Rach, you came away with an idea of a way to position that correlation of money and mental health to our audience and try and help them out in that area. What were you wanting to do there? I think at first I was thinking that we might need like a professional in the mental health space on our preferred panel, but then I think we started discussing other ideas and one of them ended up being just a blog of resources, mental health resources, um, a broad range of them. So JK um, actually drafted together a really great resource list that we'll pop in the show notes as well. Yeah, so check that out if you need support in that area at all. Mm. Yeah, awesome. While you've still got the microphone, Rach, do you want to talk to us about maybe the top five career fields of our listeners? All right. So the top um, career field that our audience is in is actually health and medicine. And then next after that is government. And then below that is financial services, accounting, banking and insurance. Fourth was business management and sales. And then the fifth highest category was actually science and technology. Ooh, scandal. <laughs> Health and medicine, eh? Coming out on top. Yeah, giddy up. Love it. Hey, we also want to know the top five money issues, goals, or interest points from this list. So let's have a read of these. Starting from least popular to the most popular in our list of five things, the fifth thing that everyone wants to do is to get their life and their income insurances set up. And I would really encourage you to take action and to do that. We'll put a link in the show note and you can go over to the team at Skywells and just get it sorted out. Um, over the last couple of months, the team actually, they might not be aware of this because some of the emails that I get revolving around people reaching out for help. Uh, in the last month, we've had, I think, three different people reach out to say that a spouse or family member has died prematurely. Wow. Um, and I've connected them to, um, uh, I actually sent them to James Millard and his team at uh, Sufficient Funds just to walk them through that stuff. So I always see, because um, you guys let me know, and please let me know if you need support, but, you know, a fact of life is death. And if you've been through that recently, my heart goes out to you. Yeah. Uh, and we are here to support as much as possible, but you just need to protect you and your family. And 
yeah, it's a, there was an anonymous post in the Facebook group the other day where a guy got a, a terminal illness diagnosis. So please don't put this stuff off. Link in the show notes. Get your life and your income insurances set up. 100%. It's good to see that they're a very practical money, mm. you know, focus for that top five. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, travel. I guess the uh, the <laughs> gates are open again. Come so on. See you later. Hit the sky. Get the heck out of here, baby. So number three, buy an investment property. Ooh, you capitalist pigs. <laughs> you filthy, filthy capitalist pigs. Number two, drum roll, please. I'll just add it in post, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want my right. drum Can roll. You add a, all right, Nathan, add a drum roll in post now. 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 Increase my income. Yo. The number two thing. And that is exactly why we started the career podcast. We wrote the book, Sort Your Career Out and Make More Money. Please, please pre-order it now. It's coming out of the new year. I've already got my copies. You'll probably get yours shipped before the 1st of Feb because they do that now. Like <laughs> they just send them. So as soon as the retails have got them, they're going to be flying out early next year. Let's go. Yep. So that's exactly why I wrote with Shell Johnson the prequel to sort your money out and get invested because forget investing, invest in your career. So the number two thing, increase my income. Link in the show notes. Giddy up, baby. All right. Number one, let's get another drum roll in post. <laughs> Stop doing it. All right, you put one in post now. <laughs> For the millionth year running, investing in shares. 82.7% of respondents said that is their number one money issue, goal or interest points wow. at the moment, investing in shares. Damn. And that is why we do investing content. So those who wrote in the free text, <laughs> too much talk about investing, I'm sorry, most of you want this stuff. Actually, that reminds me about Nick coming Nick on as the new host oh, yeah. for My Millennial Investor. Um, yeah, he's so good. You know, I actually listened to that podcast as... To learn? Yeah, like just... As a listener. As a listener. Like I don't listen to it like before it goes out or whatever. I listen to it in the car like just like any other listener. That's then me listening all the to other my millennial money. <laughs> yeah. All the other podcasts you listen to give the host feedback. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Nick Bradley is the host of My Millennial Investor and I learn a lot. And because I'm interested in that stuff too, but he's a little bit more into the weeds of it all. It's also great to get the American perspective as yeah. well. Yeah, but it was funny. In the free text of the um, census... Like, and this is the problem. Like, it's so, it's really for me extremely like, it brings me down when I read the census stuff. Cause, like, so many people are like, what do you want to hear less of? Americans. Next one. What do you want to hear more of? More American context. Like, <laughs> no, the this, best one it's was just this whirlwind <laughs> of like, what do you want to hear less of? Property. What do you want to hear more of? Property. Like, I can't win. <laughs> the best one was, what do you want to hear less of? James. <laughs> oh my god, you James. Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't you even didn't connect that they were referring to Glenn as James. I was like, oh, was there a guest named James? <laughs> Probably. Can I share one quick thing? Why not? Okay, just quickly. 
the changes in the top five money goals from the last three years. Ooh. So mm. in 2020 and in 2021, uh, one of the top money goals was to sort out cash flow. That's no longer in the consensus of the main top five goals. Mm. So is that because it's been ticked off? Well, I Question think, mark. you know, there, there was a bit of in, I think when we said like, if someone answered like, how do you rate the podcast overall? If they did, I think six or below, it popped another thing. Why did you give it this rating? And a lot of people are like, it's repetitive. It's repetitive. It's too basic. It's too basic. This is an example why you might only be with us for 12 months. You'll yeah. come in, get on the right path and then move on. It's very situational. Like even the, there are stories of people listening to the property podcast when it's time to buy an investment property. They may have bought their first home and the next stage of life gives so, them that inclination to learn again. Yeah, and like this whole, the financial literacy is strong. Um, you know, as JP said, cash flow management isn't one of the big things anymore because I want you, the listener, to outgrow Glenn James and that's not hard. But all I can do is do this weekly thing to keep you encouraged and hopefully entertain you um, and have a bit of fun along the way. There is nothing you under the sun. I'm really sorry. <laughs> there is actually nothing you. And you think it's repetitive. We answer the same questions every week. Like there is nothing you under the sun. But if you want something a bit more deep diving considered, go and have a listen to Dev's podcast, My Millennial Money Medical, because he's very considered and all that. If you want something a little bit more technical on the investing my millennial investor with Nick Bradley. Like there is such a thing of like, you've outgrown us and that's okay. I'm glad I've helped you at some point. You've outgrown Glenn's banter. Yeah, which isn't hard. <laughs> okay, let's move on. How much cash do you have saved? It was pretty spread between five and 10 grand, 10% basically, 21 and 30 grand, 10%, 11 and 15, 10%, 13 and 40, 10%. Uh, Only 3% between the first and fifth. Yeah, so a lot of you have some good amounts of cash saved. So congratulations. Can I have some? Okay, we're going to have a quick break. But before we do, the average net worth is $560,000. Oh, Glenn, you entered in the census. I did, yeah. (laughs) I've got like 100,000 net worth. Wow. The median net worth is 250k. And the highest net worth was $33 million. Oh. No. <laughs> but Jess thinks it might have been a typo. Surely that is a typo. Reach out to us. But then the next in line under 33 was still $25 million. So yeah, well, was that wow. also a typo? I don't know. I don't know. Rach, was that a typo? Did you type <laughs> that incorrectly? <laughs> and yes, you couldn't put negative. A lot of people were like, I can't press negative. <laughs> That's okay. Zero equals negative. And it doesn't have to be forever. You will be fine. So, yeah, average net worth, half a ton, 560. Giddy up, baby. All right, we'll have a break. We'll come back with the hard numbers around age, sex, (laughs) and all the good stuff. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, we're back. I thought this was actually interesting and it's kind of expected because as we get older, the cohort gets older. The average age is 31 and the median age is 30. Mm. And that's just increased one year from last year. So that's kind of cool. Some stability in the aging. Love it. Let's talk about um, sex. Baby. Nathan. Uh, Twice a week. (laughs) (laughs) You're newly married. I hope it's more. Um, (laughs) I don't know where I'm reading. At the bottom of the first page. page. At the bottom. (laughs) So... Sex, we've got 64% female, 34.9% male, 0.6% say, prefer not to say, and 0.5% non-binary. Yeah, this is fascinating because last year, I think it was about 70% female. So now it's 64%. Yeah, the boys. So, yeah, that's just interesting. 76% female last year. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. But I think we just previously, we've rounded it and said, oh, it's 70%. Oh, female. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 64% female. Um, on your ladies. Thanks for being around. Ladies. Now, Rach, who was the oldest respondent? The oldest community member was 65. And yeah. the youngest? 17. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, we're just all about, you don't have to be a millennial to listen to My Millennial Money. JP, let's talk about incomes. All right. So, we've got an average income of 115K. (laughs) Comparing that to 2021, that was 100K. So, it's gone up by 15. Yikes. And then we've got, yes, we've got the median income of 102K. And comparing that to last year as well, uh, the median income was 91K. So that's also jumped up a little. And that was including super, isn't it? It's including super. Yeah, that's right. So it's, oh, a, nice. it's yeah. a package. Yeah. yeah. And then highest income. Now, look, we did actually have an income come through that was higher than this. Don't know if it was a typo, but if you're the person that earns $2 million, <laughs> just maybe write into us to confirm that that was you and it's for reals. Otherwise, we've got $950,000 as a highest income compared to a highest income in 2021. It was $750,000. So that's a little 200K jump right there. Impressive. Mm. Yeah. And I just want to pause there. Like we get comments. Why do you do content for people that are earning lots of money and all that? Our audience 
earns $102,000 median income. Now, the good thing is, if you're not there yet, guess what? Keep listening, keep being engaged with your money. You will be there in your career. Trust me. You are. You're welcome. You're going to have to edit a lot more podcasts. (laughs) 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 Um, So, yeah. You know, just keep focused, get the career book, just be dialed in. This is amazing that we've got such a high caliber of professional incomes and people that listen to the show. Yeah, it's crazy. Jess, just talk to us about the net worth from, I mentioned it before, the headline numbers, but any change from last year? Yeah, so just before the break, you gave us a sneaky sneak at the net worth. And so the average net worth is 560K. However, last year it was 365k, so that's a really healthy All the jump property there owners. On average. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gone up a bit. Um, and then just looking at the median, we've got 250k for this year. Last year it was 180k, so a little bit of a jump there too. Healthy jump, which is pretty good. Yeah. So you're all like on balance. If you listen to this podcast, you are a financial success. Yeah. Now, if you don't feel like it. Trust me, keep focused, keep doing the principles that we talk about. You will get there. Trust me. I'm a doctor. I want to share something. Do it. Why have you got your hand raised? <laughs> Just wanted to alert the gang. <laughs> okay. So something that I found interesting in looking at this data is that there was a business owner who has an income of 600K that rated their own financial literacy as six. And I saw this mm. and I went, Wow, that's crazy because you would think, well, for me in my position, I would think of someone who has their own business, who's got an income of $600,000 per annum. Uh, You would think that somebody like that might rate their own financial literacy higher. So I guess a personal takeaway for me was that everyone has room for growth, but also don't be too hard on yourself. So make sure that you can celebrate the success that you have been able to achieve. And even if that is a small thing or it could be a huge thing, make sure that you recognize and acknowledge that. Yeah. What I wanted to share um, was I just ran a report in the Facebook group, um, the top contributors over the last 28 days. So what day are we recording this? Thursday the 15th? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Quite. The last 28 days... These are the top contributors to the group. The top 10. Here we go. We'll go from 10 up to one. Number 10, John Allen. Hey, John. John. Love your work. Number nine, Malcolm Rothel. Number eight, Natasha Lisa. Number seven, Lucy Ratatia. She's a legend. Number six, Louise Stan Bishop. Number five, Lindsay Whitehead. Was Lindsay the one who put the question up that was provocative around selling a house for twenty thousand dollars <laughs> or something? I don't know. No. Getting a mortgage for a million dollars. Number four, James Robson. Mm. Number three, Michelle Williamson. Ooh. Number two, coming in at six posts in the last twenty-eight days. Far out. Eighty comments. Oh. 83 likes. Oh, dang. Go outside. Alex Keegan. Yes. <laughs> Alex. Number Cute one. To buy some snacks. <laughs> number one. Coming in at three posts, 122 comments Whoa. and 70 likes. It must be based on comments. 
Neil Alexander, oh, the little Lego man. Yeah. The little Lego pest. He took a break from Facebook, but yeah. he's back and badder than ever. <laughs> In fact, he, he emailed and said, oh, I tried to rejoin the group, but I got declined. So... <laughs> Josh must have gone stuff yeah. Deservedly. And I'm like, mate. Probably because he doesn't have a real photo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, don't worry, mate. I'll uh, I'll let you in. So I jumped in and manually did it myself. That's right. Running the company. Uh, so look, that's fun. So really good result this year. When I pick up the microphone now, everyone, this is what you get. You get Glenn talking to a 31-year-old female earning $100,000 a year with no consumer debt. That's basically who I'm talking to. Yeah. Because that is what the data says. Now, if you're not at that income, if you're not at that consumer debt, if you're not that gender, if you're not that age, it's all good, but we have to do content to the bell curve, if that makes sense. So, appreciate your patience there. Just in finishing up, a bit of housekeeping, then we'll finish on the dumbest things you want with money and then some free text, what people don't like and what people do like because that's always fun. Um, housekeeping. Next year, the My Millennial Business Podcast, I've given that to Fabs. He's going to rename it and take it from there. It was a business decision that it, I just didn't have the capacity for it. Uh, there might be some other businessy content though coming next year. Stay tuned for that. Might not have told half the team, but there could be something happening there. Question mark. Mm. Question mark. But yeah, so I wanted to gift that podcast. My Millennial Health, the podcast, it is coming back, but I've also given that podcast to Jess Spenlove. She will be uh, relaunching that and putting a new name on that because basically we just wanted to really focus down on what we're doing well and what most of the community wants to hear. Yep. So it was more of a business decision to go let go of these things that um, – weren't having the ROI for us as a business and also for the listeners because um, there just wasn't the demand in our community. Mm. Uh, so if you're a business owner, it's always good to step back and go, hey, is this thing working? No, it's not. Stop it. Move on. Like, yeah. So that's good. And also we've ditched Gen Z money. Uh, we've given that to Azaria. Not sure if she's going to do anything with it. Uh, again, most of the podcast listeners were listening to the main show anyway. So those three podcasts... Uh, will not be under the My Millennial Money banner next year, uh, but we've certainly got the Retire Right podcast that will happen, uh, which I've recorded some more episodes on that. And there'll be some new ones in the new year and also the Spotify uh, exclusive My Millennial Daily. Other updates, nothing huge is going to... It's all kind of business as usual in the new year. Uh, we've got a new Thursday show partner, um, which is... We won't announce it yet. I'll just be careful. Um, but yeah, new Thursday show partner. Still in talks to get a Tuesday show partner happening. And if you listen to My Millennial Career, uh, a couple of days ago, their last show of the year, Emily Bowen announced that uh, she won't be continuing the podcast. She's got a career of her own and just, you know, there's only so many things you can say yes to. Uh, so that's really sad because, you know, she added so much and... You know, she will just take that. She will be doing uh, some solo episodes and also some interviews. So we're going to try and do two episodes a week on that one because we have seen the data about the increasing income and uh, people want to do more with their career. A lot of the anonymous posts in the Facebook group now are based on career. Mm. Like yeah. so many people have career questions and that's why we've got the career podcast. 
And that's why we've got sort your career out and make more money, the book. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so Dev, he's still cracking on My Millennial Money Medical. We maybe probably will change the name to My Millennial Money Professional. Uh, we're still kind of workshopping that. So that may or may not happen. I kind of want it to happen. Dev's kind of cool with it. He will still talk to medical professionals, but you've told us that you don't work in medicine and you are a young professional or an older professional and you love that podcast. So we just want to open that up a little bit more. So Dev's cool with that. John and Emily will still keep pumping the property podcast. They're awesome. Nick Bradley will continue with the investor podcast and anything else from production land, Rach? Nope. I think you've covered everything and also just want to say I miss you, Em, and thank you so much for everything that you've added to the career community. Um, And myself personally as a listener, I'm a big fan of the career podcast. So thank you. We'll miss you. Are you sad? I am. Are you like me watching Yellowstone last night? (laughs) What, a bit emotional? Yeah. A little bit emotional. I cried last night. Anyway. Wow. Had tears in my eyes. (laughs) Just like right now, Em, we're thinking of you. Yeah. Rip Em. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks, Em, for all your hard work. Yeah, we'll miss you. But we've told you you'll be back as a regular guest anyway, so yeah, come back. <laughs> cool, let's read some free tech stuff. Oh, this is the Wild West out here. So, let's read what people want to hear more of and what people want to hear less of. Yeah, I, I've already given away my best one, but hearing less of James, that just, that sent me. <laughs> that gave me a right giggle. Um, James Millard or Glenn James, who knows? But It may have been James Millard. Oh, we'll let him know. Yeah. Jess, what was your favourite free text moment in this census? Oh, favourite free text moment is that the dumbest thing someone has done with their money is buy an emu. <laughs> <laughs> Buy an emu. And there was actually a couple of uh, of animal-related ones in here as well. So somebody spent their $6,000 emergency fund on buying a dog. Someone um, bought a, a horse on finance. Oh. oh. Okay. okay. So, uh, look, nice animal themes there. Love <laughs> but it. the emu. The emu really topped it for me. It was. I was not prepared to read that. So, emu owner, you rock. What do you want to hear more of? Um, renovations, house flipping, my millennial stories. Mm. First home buyer, especially when you've been forced to move back in with the parents. Investing basics, Ooh. property stories, money stories, money stories, investing in stocks, how to grow financially in a low income bracket household. Ooh. Property, how to assess individual shares. Ideal super funds for aggressive growth portfolios. Insurance chat, real people doing real stories. Current events in finance. Rent vesting for family. Uh, different income streams, pre-IPO, tax strategies. Sound like you need to listen to the uh, My Millennial Investor podcast. Yeah. Financial planning and money goals, selling off investments, investing, keeping on top of the price of living, retirement, retirement planning. Um, so was that your favourite one or was that I, no, just all of I'm it? I'm just going through. <laughs> <laughs> that's one person. <laughs> that, that's really descriptive feedback. Yeah. They're going uh, for it. Investing for kids, different ways of using debt. <laughs> More Q&A on property or shares. How to retire when there are no savings. Well, with much difficulty. I love hearing people's worked examples to solutions. Uh, small business crap. That's me paraphrasing. Oh. <laughs> Strategies for paying off mortgage faster. Uh, pay more each month. Um, how, <laughs> how to transition. I think that's the smugness that someone wanted yeah, less of. That's right. I mean- yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's called humor. You might want to Google no, it. No, I don't know. Um, Glenn's voice is boring and acts smug. Is that the one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> of many. No. Cont- yeah, no. Um, I gave you a crap score. This is why. Content is getting a bit repetitive. It's feeling more like Glenny J's ramblings than anything worthwhile. Um, yes. Financially. <laughs> uh, well, it is my podcast. It's not incorrect. I like the presenter. Some of the topics are really interesting. I like that he talks about mental health and people's attitudes to money impacting how they spend, save, and invest. Some of the episodes ramble a lot, so I tend to turn them off. <laughs> I've also heard a few episodes talking about investing, answering the questions for the community, and the advice around when to buy shares is always, and just to look left, that comes across as a bit condescending. I'm thinking if the presenter doesn't enjoy these kinds of questions, then he might just prefer to stick to themed episodes. They tend to be more more interesting I like um, the feedback here, episode suggestions or guest suggestions. Mm. We had a type form for that. And uh, one of them was My Millennial Eco. Quick hacks on how we can be more sustainable. Love to hear more from financial minimalists and about money and values, which might mean selling off assets or taking a pay cut. And a couple uh, responses here talking about My Millennial Stories, which we haven't mm. done heaps of uh, in the latter part of this year. So maybe. I recorded one the other day. It's because I remember that time, Rage. I got lazy. I'm like, I don't want to do them anymore. You're like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm but done. then I got over it. Um, <laughs> That'll be good for next year to look through that little section for ideas for episodes. Yeah. More negative stuff here. Content has become too entry level. No, I would say you've just got better. Um, it's biased towards more ETF sometimes. Oh, this is interesting. Having listened to the podcast from the beginning, I feel as though Glenn shares way too much about his personal life. True. It almost seems cocky. Still love the podcast, but this is the truth. Well, the truth is it's Glenn with one N. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're pulling that one out. Oh, damn. I was more thinking that sharing too much about your personal life, that was like how ice cream ruins you. Yeah, I just... That kind of stuff. Um, I've resolved that I can't please everyone and not everyone's going to like me and that's okay. Um, someone said too many ads well that's how we earn a living and I actually asked the community would you rather pay for a subscription and no ads and I think 2% said they would rather pay Um, maybe we need to do that survey again well there wasn't that many people saying too many ads I think I saw three out of the hundreds All right, and then we'll just read some other general feedback this is number 33 guys Uh, love the community stories and guest appearances um, thanks for the great content. I truly appreciate all the work that's put into this. It's given me such greater understanding of so many different factors of my life. So thank you to everyone who's involved. I want to hear more about interviewing regular people and their money stories. Mm, nice. Someone said all good. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Someone said throw in another advert and pay yourselves more. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we will. Hello. Uh, <laughs> listeners, love hearing randos that seem to end up here so don't have the same level-headed view as some of the hosts, except Glenn, XOXO. don't know what that means. Like it the way it is. It is keeping it real. Would enjoy tips around different ways to build long-term wealth. I mean, just buy and hold. Is that those comments there that people Yeah, that's smug? exactly, yeah. yeah You're right. getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing you've done with money listen to my parents advice around money when they are very deep in consumer debt with no savings <laughs> aye, aye, aye. sports betting that's pretty fair got one of those 24 month no interest on credit card things for a laptop oh 
Wait, what? What's this one? Dumbest thing I've done with money: cars, bikes, girls, drugs. In that order. Yeah, that was a standout for me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I liked some of the ones. There's a bunch around relationships. So oh. there's like getting married to a fool, getting oh. married to a spender, getting married then divorced, yeah. getting married twice. It's a bunch around that, which is um, not necessarily funny. So probably shouldn't have read that out just then. Oh, spent a thousand dollars on a lunch in France during honeymoon. Yes, Gosh. wasn't me. That's pretty hefty. Well, it's been a great year. Thanks for having a listen. We've had a bit of fun today. If you're still listening to this, my apologies. Yeah, don't know what to tell you. Well, we're going to leave it there. We've had a lot of fun today. But just on a very serious note, the reason that we do ask for all this information is to actually try and make things better for you, the listener. And for the people who have given us like really good feedback, you may be so passionate about that bit of feedback but there hasn't been a trend in your response. So we always wanted to look for trends and follow trends. That's all we do because we mainly look at the top five issues that you want to hear about for like main content pillars. Then we look at um, the income because we know that, you know, we wouldn't do an episode about buying your second property if you were just starting out in your career. Uh, So, we do take everything on board. Our inbox is always open to any type of feedback. Team at sortyourmoneyout.com. If you want to have a spray, get it off your chest. Do it there. Yep. If you want to send an encouraging word to one of the hosts, please also do that. A lot of you send in nice words and we forward it to John and Emily and Shell um, and Dev and Nick. So, yeah, we're always here and you can always reach out, but we just part of doing this census is just to really get those kind of big key issues like age, income, top five things. And then in the free tech stuff, we just look for trends. And if there's not a trend of doing episodes about how to play solitaire on a Sunday afternoon, we're not going to do an episode on that. But if every second person said, we want to hear about playing solitaire on a Sunday afternoon, we'll, we'll, we'll start there. a podcast yeah. called playing solitaire on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Uh, it will be a two-part series. <laughs> <laughs> now, did anyone here have any final words as part of the team? Jess, say something. I just wanted to say, just to add to what you said, is just to thank everyone whilst you know they may not have said something that follows the trend of what a lot of people have said. We really appreciate everyone's feedback. And the reality is that the community wouldn't be here without you part of it. So, you know, we really respect and appreciate your opinion and we want to say thank you for taking the time to give us that feedback and and give us your thoughts because it does really help us. Mm. So, yeah, I'll just go around and say thanks, JP, for all your hard work this year. You've just done an outstanding job, really nailed it. Everything looks good. The events were smooth. All the smoothish. Yeah, they, they weren't actually, but we got through. <laughs> and the um, truth comes out. out. So no, but like events in a live environment, they are agile, and they when are you got never smooth. Flights, it's chaos, but yep. you just nailed it. So thank you thank so much, you. Naif. One thing we do here is the good quality of audio. It yes. comes up yep. in the census. I've seen other podcast surveys that people have sent me. 
and there's been comments about how bad the audio is and legitimately you're nailing it and we can't do this without you. So there you go. Thanks. Rach, you are the cornerstone of this business. The glue. The glue that binds us. Yeah. You are a very key part because you talk with all the other shows and you make sure everything is scheduled. So everyone here is so important to the business. But when it all comes down, we are a podcast <laughs> and you make that podcast happen. So thank True. you so much for um, being the cornerstone of all our shows. Woo. Really appreciate it. Thanks. That's so kind. So, yeah, thanks, JK. You've come back from mat leave. Um, you've just picked up, just absolutely nailed it. You know, if grammar was a country... English would be the capital. Like you are awesome with everything that you do. What? She would be the prime minister, queen. Yeah, you know what I mean. All the English, all the grammar, all that stuff. She nails it. Josh, the newest member of the team, you're killing it. You're still kind of getting the hang of everything that we do, and you've been a great help with our Facebook group stuff and Instagram and all that stuff. And thanks to all of our hosts of all the podcasts. So. Uh, property people John M Nick and uh, career people M and Shell Dev and Dev for the medical show and Glenn as well our one and only the people we wouldn't be here without that and advertisements um, so yeah thanks Glenn <laughs> for having us along for this wild ride and we're keen for another year now <laughs> you're all fired I just sold the business see you later <laughs> two after pay <laughs> two after pay <laughs> We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports a variety of charities, and we encourage you to consider giving as part of your overall financial strategy. If you would like some giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to mymillennial.money forward slash charities for more info. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Nath, any highlights uh, or lowlights from this year? Uh, I have two highlights. Mm. Right, That sounds quite negative when you say it. it's been a big year. <laughs> <laughs> but no, our number one highlight for me was being able to go to the US for FinCon, which is a conference of everyone from uh, finance, tech, everywhere in between, podcasters, personalities, the like, and yeah, boss man Glenn sugar daddied us out to the US and uh, <laughs> took us out there for two weeks, right? Two weeks in the US. It was awesome. Such a good experience. Such good inspo. We took so much away from that experience and implemented it straight away into how we run the podcast, how we run uh, the business. And yeah, that was just such a mind-blowing uh, experience to have in a quote-unquote small business. Mm. So um, yeah. That was number one highlight. Yeah. Number two. Oh, number two. 
I don't want to steal anyone's thunder, but ah, steal it. Yeah, sucked in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, we've started uh, an experiment of doing a four-day work week, and that's been super exciting. And we're on one month in, just over one month in our three-month experiment of doing four eight-hour days instead of five eight-hour days, and uh, that kind of rocked the boat a little bit, but. Yeah, it's been super interesting having the Friday off, being able to do live admin on those days and still hitting similar KPIs for how I do my role of podcasts in a week. So that's been a major, major highlight, something you don't experience in normal work for a lot of people. Yeah, and just on the practicalities of that, I actually thought the four-day work week was everyone just does uh, four 10-hour days. Yeah not 10 days straight of four hours. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh don't laugh. Uh, but the thing was, it's really cool because literally the pay doesn't change. So basically everyone got a 20% pay rise. Yeah, 20% per hour. Come on. Amazing. So um, Thanks, you're welcome. Thanks, boss man. <laughs> you. I love Rachel's like, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are getting paid Everyone more? Everyone pays yeah. me out for the monotone. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Rach, did you have any highlights? I do, I do. One of them was also uh, going to FinCon, but uh, I would say the best part of that trip was actually spending time with You're the... stealing my answers. Oh, no. It's because we have this shared highlight. True. I know, we've talked about this. Um, the best part was spending part of that trip with Sim and Sonia from Girls That Invest and Jess and VD from She's On The Money. That was so nice to um, develop some of those relationships with with those girls and I think um, they really ended up becoming friendships for me. I think that was the most time I've ever spent with them and it was it was really wholesome. I loved it. Now you can name drop them all the time wherever you go. <laughs> <laughs> JP, did you have any highlights? Look, I mean, I think uh, Nathan Rach covered that pretty succinctly. So oh, we'll move on. Next the only question. other thing that I'll add is I would say that Tua deserves a little shout out because it's a lot of work and it's good. So, uh, yeah, good job on Tua. That's pretty much just Jess and Glenn. (laughs) No, it's a team effort. (laughs) That was Jess's baby. My little baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the tour was really good and that was one of my highlights as well. More, you know, oh, you finish your second one. I didn't. Th- I don't think I said two. Like yeah. I didn't have two. No, that's okay. Should I think of another one? No, you don't have to. But like it was, um, <laughs> when we do the podcast, like we are like just throwing audio out there. But it's just amazing to meet all of you face to face. Yeah. And even I remember, like in Adelaide, the next morning after the show, um, you know, walking to get a coffee, I saw one of the dudes, Daniel. Uh, who came to the show? He was there the last couple of years. Saw him walking the street. He was. I was going to get coffee. Gave each other the nod. Like so, it was just for me. It's so wholesome that I've. I know people all around Australia um, just from doing this podcast. So cool. So yeah, I, I really like uh, doing the live events and actually going out and and meeting with everyone. And then like daily, we get messages of uh, in the Instagram inbox all the. Uh, Facebook about people that have maybe got out of debt, got the yeah. pr- promotion, like all this stuff is why we do it. And yeah, I just think it's 
it's really cool to um, to be able to do this and yeah, help everyone out and encourage them. So, so yeah, anyway, we'll move on. But that was just from a team point of view. That was some of our highlights, and I really thought it was cool that it became full circle that when I started the My Millennial Money Express podcast, I wanted to do a short form podcast every single day. Oh, yeah. That's a huge highlight. And then because... Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. because... <laughs> and it, it didn't really happen because I'm lazy and the only way to incentivize me was to get some of that delicious Joe Rogan money. Yeah, boy. Um, <laughs> Tasted, taste. So it was cool. Like started the chats with Spotify. They reached out to us and yeah, now doing My Millennial Daily. So it was really cool to see that, oh, I actually was onto something. I knew that the market would need a short form mm. thing. Yeah. Uh, but I just needed that delicious motivation to actually do it. Money. You so, mean money. Yeah. So no. now I'm contractually obliged. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I wanted to also uh, show everyone more of John and Shell mm. because I wouldn't have wanted to do it five days a week because that's a lot of work. No. Um, but look, that was awesome. So thanks to Spotify and for everyone uh, who's had a listen to that podcast so have you said on the podcast that we're not recording right no nah, whatever it's have, on the record have you said on the podcast um yet about your quote how you'd say like oh well yeah yeah you're right but i'm more right <laughs> like have you said, have you said that no i i said in um you used it in two contexts i said once in the um like with the team meeting that we're all equal. I'm just a little bit more yes! equal. <laughs> so dead. I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. It's good. Yeah, like, you know, suggestion box welcome, but it's not a democracy. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.